A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We've vaccinated and now we activate. Welcome to another season of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. I'm Richie Firth and I hack travel. Uh, Rich, where are we? We are at the station car park for Waltham Cross Station. I said that one day we will do the M25 again in under two hours, but we'll do it the other way round. It's taken a global pandemic and a couple of seasons in between, but finally, we're going to do it again, my friends. You're Richie Firth, travel hacker. Yes. You hack travel. Yes. What are you going to hack tonight? I'm going to, for a second time, prove that you can travel the entire circumference of the M25 in under two hours. We did it before anti-clockwise. We're going to do it clockwise tonight, which is even harder. Why? Because the anti-clockwise circling of the M25 is wider out than the clockwise circling, isn't yes. it? Which is why we're about to do it. I don't, I'm missing something. What do you mean you're missing? So, why are we doing it? Why, why, why is this a hack? It's the same reason as it was first time round. To prove to people you don't need to fear the M25. So if we did that, why are we back here again? I just want to spend two hours in the car with you. Now, finally, the truth. Can we do this? Let's go. Oh, I missed you, Rich. <laughs> so good. I'm just going to readjust this. Rich, before you pull out... Madam. Um, so can you recall the time it took us to travel around the M25 anti-clockwise? Under two hours? Yes. I want to I wanna say it was one hour 52 minutes. It was one hour 51.20. Great. And uh, in the first moratorium show, mm -hmm. you said how long you thought it would take us to go the other way. Do you want me to tell you that now, or do you want me to tell you that at the end? Tell me at the end, or unless I get pissy halfway round. 
I'm here to tell you as soon as you want to know what you said. Okay, just have it up your sleeve. I don't want to know now. Do you think it can be done? I mean, once again, we're doing it late. Not really, it's daylight. Yeah, but that's because it's like the middle of the summer, Rich. 7.49. And also, we're coming out of a global pandemic where you yourself have just bragged that no one had parked in this car park all day. So this road could be so empty, I think I could roll around in the middle of the street. <laughs> I, I completely counter what you said. This car park's empty because no one's commuting into London. Right. The M25, no one can go on holiday anywhere except Gibraltar <laughs> oh right God, now. Right. They're all here in the UK. On the M25 right now. On the M25 right now. Trying to get to the Norfolk Broads. How long is it even going to take us to get to the M25 from this car park? Under five minutes. Okay. Let's go. You've got to start that stopwatch the moment we go over the hashed lines onto the M25. And you're not going to go over 70 miles an hour? No, I stay within the legal limit. There are sort of like cannonball run record attempts uh, of going around the M25 really quickly, but that's not what this is about. We're doing this within the law. It's to prove to people they don't need to fear it legally. Heading down the slip road straight into the Homesdale Tunnel, if you know your M25. Chris, I would say it is fair to start your stopwatch now. We're up. 7.54pm. Okay. What a beautiful evening. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. This is, uh, we are recording this in like uh, late May when the weather got good. I'm going to make a bold claim actually. I would say probably the clockwise, the clockwise uh, ascent of the M25, probably the more aesthetically pleasing because of course you get to go over the Dartford Bridge rather than go under the Dartford Tunnel. Oh god, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. That's quite exciting. It is, isn't it? Welcome to Essex. We're into our second county already. So that's we, Hertfordshire, was it? That was Hertfordshire. We're now into Essex. Already, already feels quicker. Where's the cars? <laughs> it's nice and quiet at the moment. What do you remember about the things that went wrong the first time round? Um, I remember that we left your car in the South Mims Services car park and we got a fine but we've already taken care of that this time because we're parked in the station car park at Waltham Cross and parking restrictions ended at 6.30 and you you picked up a fine yourself as well I did pick up a fine for the Dartford crossing because we arrived there a minute too early and got charged for it and then I forgot to pay to talk me through the, the charge of going over the tunnel today then the charge going over the bridge today will be different because <laughs> this car is pre-registered right. to pay for the Dartford crossing because my wife likes going to Blue Water. Wow. So the automatic number plate recognition system <laughs> will know Natalie Firth's car is going over the bridge and we're paid for. And, and, and we're paid for. Hang on a th- now, I know this show has run into financial trouble, yeah? <laughs> Are you telling me that, that your wife is going to look at her bank statement and think it's time? <laughs> she's going to look and she's going, I didn't go to Blue Water. <laughs> and how much is that? Well, she's going to have, like, what, a tenner out of her account? I don't know how much it is. It's £2.50. Oh, OK, I'm fine. Yeah. But, yeah, we're in her car, not my car today. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I love automatic number plate recognition. I think it's really clever. Okay. Um, 
You're a big fan of the police state. I am, because I haven't got anything to fear. Right, okay, I mean, that is not the approach that you should be taking. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with the police state? Okay, what, do you think that every single law is now, always has been, and always should be the legitimate law, and that there should be no interpretation for things to change? Uh, everything that is... I don't know what I think about that, Christopher. Oh, no, I think if something was... Why would something that was illegal become legal? All right, OK, like, like women voting? I'm fine with that, but that... I'm fine with that. I, think I, don't, prob- mind, I don't mind women voting. I think it was, like, one's legal to, like, you know, have sex with, like, your, your 13-year-old dog or something. Once upon a time. Yeah, that's wrong as well. OK. But the people aren't doing that in a Fourth Fiesta, are they? I don't know. <laughs> is this a bellend? This is... Let's move on. We're now going through Bellcommon Tunnel. As I told you during the first ever episode of Richie First Travel Hacker, the only tunnel in the world to be built to go under a cricket pitch. The reason this tunnel exists, it could be a cutting, but Thatcher, who built the M25, she loved... What? Just, just. Okay, we made six minutes about you mentioning Thatcher. She loved cricket. Dennis was a big cricket fan. They were not going to knock down. They were there looking at the blueprints late at night. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Dennis Thatcher in The Crown? In fact, Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. She's fantastic. Even better than in X Files. Did you know that I am the executive producer of the official The Crown podcast? <laughs> you, and you do like having your fingers in little podcast pies, don't you? So, so yeah, yes, I, I've even been on set. I've even been in Margaret Thatcher's house on the set. Of wow. The Crown. Wow. And it's really, like, intricately designed to look like shit 80s. Like, not good 80s. Yeah. But, like... It's, it's atrocious and beautifully done wow I love the crown it's great Rich I think you are top tier when it comes to broadcasters I think you, you are an A grade bull sorry did I only say bullshitter you I did mean, broadcaster thank you but you are also an A grade that was that was the weirdest accidental Freudian slip then I will take if it's a complete statement, top-tier broadcaster, A-grade bullshitter. Yeah. If they if they have to always go in tandem, I think I'm fine with that. If you were like a top Trump card, yeah. you'd be one of those really fun ones to have that in some areas scored really highly, yeah. but in other areas were absolutely dog shit. I think I'd actually score higher at bullshitting than I would at broadcasting. Look at all those Muntjac deer. They're, they're road deer. Are they? Yeah, they're too big to be Munchaks. What would you say are just bog-standard go-to three male conversations? If I was talking to some guys who I knew a little bit, or, or, or just, you know, sort of breaking the ice at the start Absolutely. of a, a meet-up. Breaking the ice in a pub. So sport is one category as a catch-all. Great. You know, you know that most men like football, but normally you'll find a sport somewhere even people who say they're not sporty they happen to like tennis or athletics or cycling or there's, there's, there's and it, if you're a sport all rounder you're safe yeah so so that's one 
car-y sort of stuff. Good shout. Um, which you're good at? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think I've got a good sort of all-round thing. When you're really going sort of like your, um, your elite cars and your supercars, right. I feel like I haze over a little bit. But I could I could tell you all about like you know Mondeos and right. Vauxhall Vectra and that kind thing? of thing. Well, they're cars. Okay, where's the meeting point between an elite car and a and a like a bog standard car? So where do you price? So this is somewhere that we're, I really struggle with. Yeah, like yeah. I know nothing about cars. So is Porsche an elite car? Um, I well no, I'd say no because you you are going to pick up. You could pick up a decent Porsche, probably for about 50 grand. Right, that's an elite car. Not really, because you could also get a Ford Mondeo, but like top of the range, for 50 grand. Right, So if you've got an entry-level Porsche and a top of the range Mondeo, that to me says Porsche is not elite. Okay, Ferrari is elite, yeah? Ferraris are elite. Okay, Lotus. Elite. Um... Oh, GTA. Oh, no, that's a video game, isn't it? Grand Theft Auto. That's um, not elite. That's just... Jeep? Jeeps are not elite. Land Rover. Land Rover's are not elite, even though the Queen has one. Right. Um, Queen fixed Land Rover's during the war. Mustang. Mustang. Ford Mustangs these days. I see a lot of common people driving Mustangs these days, Ooh. so I don't think they're elite. Common people? Oh, as in you see them commonly driven around. If I see a Mustang going down Ware High Street, I don't think that's an elite car. When do you think we're next going to see a car? (laughs) Was that whole chat just the lead-up to say the motorway's quiet? You (laughs) prick. There's not a car ahead of me. There's a Range Rover. I can see a van. And I reckon... What, half a mile ahead of us? Is that a cold half a mile, 500 metres? There's a Range Rover that's just overtaken me, which means he's doing over the speed limit, because I'm doing 70 mile cruise control. Don't get bogged down in that. Well, no, you're trying to make don't, out that this is an absolute... Where's the next car? Where's the next car? Behind me. No, no, ahead of us. Where's the next car? I can't it's see hard. one. I can't <laughs> see one. <laughs> Someone's overtaken me. What a prick. Undertaking. Undertaking, that's what I meant. In the, what, a Nissan cash cow. A Nissan cash cow off to Lakeside. What's the third? What's the third thing then? What, like, so, so you're sporting your cars. Yeah. What's another thing that you would say is a kind of gender stereotype conversation? He has undertaken me. He isn't going to Lakeside. Look. Should I do the wanker sign in? How would you feel if I did the wanker sign in? Uh, I, I don't think people do. Should wanker I pull my shorts down and moon him? Not in a mini. It's my wife's car. It's going a third. I'm your course, sir. I don't have a Corsa, I have a Golf now. Um, you, don't, you don't even know what one of them is, do you? You think it's a sport. A third man topic. Sport, cars, tech. Tech, okay. That's a nice piece of kit, what's that? What's that do? It's a pint glass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you can have a smart pie glass? You know, at White Hart Lane or the new Tottenham Stadium, mm-hmm. they've got those bottom-filling pine glasses. Oh, yeah. Have you seen these? So, I... so you put it down and it fills from the bottom That's up. That's very clever. It's amazing. What's the point in that? I don't know. Okay. I mean, it doesn't make more sense to me why that would be the case. But... Um, 
we're approaching the Dartford River crossing. So because we are doing this clockwise, we are going over the bridge. Season one, our first ever travel hack, we went under the tunnel because we were doing this whole thing anti-clockwise. But the clockwise M25 goes up over the Dartford crossing, over the bridge. The Queen Elizabeth II bridge built in the 90s. Is this the bit where technically we're not on the M25 again? Yes, I was just about to remind you of that. So, to beat EU um, environmental limits, this part of the M25 is officially classified as an A-road because if it was a motorway, uh, they would be able to measure uh, car emissions here and because of the queues uh, and all that, it would roast through what is safe. Um, and Britain would be before the Hague or something or other. So interesting. 1991, the Queen Elizabeth II Bridge. This does look like 1990s technology. Little uh, side note: that's the Channel Tunnel rail link just going underneath it. Can you see it yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Might see Eurostar. Um, look out for that the next time you're on the uh, M25. So for our international listeners, tell us what we're going over. We're going over. A 1990s suspension bridge that gives me the willies. It feels like you're driving into heaven. Like, just look at this, Chris. This is way too steep. I don't think if someone was building this bridge right now, they would build it this steep. It's way too steep. I don't like it. It's, uh, it'd be miles long, though, if it was less steep, wouldn't it? I don't think so. You'd just have to start it earlier. Yeah. Wouldn't be, well, yeah, it would be a bit longer to be fucking hell. I don't. I really don't like it. Yeah, Genu- it. Genuinely makes my like as if someone's smashing my balls. The worst thing as well is it looks like the tide is out. So if we fell off the bridge, don't talk about that. We'd end up on the mudflats. I'm so glad that I'm on cruise control because I'm tapping my feet nervously as if I was on like a turbulent plane. And then, (laughs) right, we are now at the apex of the bridge, right over the top. Don't even look left or right because there's no cantilevers anymore. But now it feels like now it's fun because now look, you're just going down this steep hill. Everything looks so small below. I don't mind going down the bridge. I don't like going upper. Yeah, I mean, I I I I think maybe we're sort of making each other feel worse. Then it's not fun, is it? No, it's awful. Just on the left somewhere, Rich. I don't know if you used to come this way a lot when you were younger. But for many, many years, there was the skeleton of a short-lived water park called Fantasies. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, there was one in Chingford and one in Dartford. Did you go? Was it any good? I did go. I thought it was really good. I was like, you know, nine, ten. Yeah. You know, it, it had slides on it. Water slides. Some went out and in. So you could see, like, the carcass of it bits of slides still hanging out of it amazing um, but it, it looks like it's been knocked down and replaced by a Mazda garage now Lems <laughs> of the brakes so Rich when you plotted the route out today what tell, do you mean? Tell, when you when you because I assume at the very least you checked for traffic and work on no 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 I've not, I've not uh, you don't plot a route around the M25 who does that you well, can't well, well, well that's a good question <laughs> you, you don't need to plot it you just go on the M25 drive around in a circle come back two hours later so are you telling me that you have no way of knowing that let's say we're 20-30 miles up the road what's that say M23 M23 closed okay 7 to 9 okay that's fine okay but this kind of helps prove my point so we're doing this drive we've been going now for hang on a second 
So we've been going for 26 minutes now. Okay. And you're telling me you have no idea if we're going to run into major traffic jams or diversions at any point in this journey? Not at the moment. When we reach the halfway point, I can put on my ways and then ask it to take me to Waltham Cross Station. Now, at that point, we'll be halfway round, so it will naturally go, oh, yeah, well, then just go round the M25. But if we did it now, it would tell us to turn back, and we wouldn't be able to do this travel hack. So, no, there is no way. Unless we stick on a BBC local radio station and hear what Sally Traffic's saying. So we've got no way of knowing if, if the first half is fine. The second half of the journey, we have got a way of knowing whether it's fine or not. And if it's not fine, it'll tell us not to go on the M25, which we don't want to do. Correct. What did you do to plan for this show? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I've not planned for this episode at all. <laughs> We've done it. We've done it before. We're merely turning up. So it's kind of like um, it's like recently there was a friends reunion okay after all those years of friends never seen it you've never seen friends never. I mean, I've, I've never watched a full episode of friends okay it's it's good it's 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 good for what it is hey, no that's I'm the problem <laughs> but they did a reunion show Basically, all they did was get the cast along with James Corden, and he was like, oh, it was good fun, wasn't it? Yeah. What was that episode like? Great. They, t- they turned up. They didn't do any prep. James Corden did the prep. You are James Corden. Right. Fuck you. Carry on. <laughs> That's, oh, no, it's not my car. It's not my car. I remember talking to you once, and you didn't know what car you drove. <laughs> And I do remember you. I reckon that could be your car because I remember you telling me it was some kind of like Peugeot six thousand and five or something. I did have a Peugeot, but we've swapped it for the other French one, Citroen, Renault. Oh shit, there's two. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Citroen. Right. It's it's like got a triangle. Uh, well, Citroen's got two chevrons. Oh, maybe it's And that. a Renault's got, like, a diamond. Oh, God, I really don't know which one it is. Oh. It's called an Aircross. That's, no, that sounds like a game that you'd find on a English pier and put it's, a pound in. It's called an Aircross. When we get back to Waltham Cross, the last thing we will do in this episode is we will tell people what make of car you have. It's a green Aircross. There's no such... I've never heard of an Aircross. That sounds like a Citroen. Spectrum. That sounds like a computer. I really don't know. I think I'm just saying numbers and letters now. Um, I have done some prep because I remembered that we had snacks when we did the M25 and when we did it anti-clockwise. And I've brought... I brought some sour tank plastics. Oh, rich. Oh, rich. Crack them open. Look at that. Share size Haribo tank plastics. Yeah. Uh, let, let's see how they compare. Was it, was it Waitrose I got last time? You brought Waitrose, yeah. Which, um, we have no beef with Waitrose. We never do. But I found that they were sourer. Yeah, I think I think you nearly had a heart attack. I did nearly have a heart attack. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. What are your favourites? I quite like the guitars. There's no guitars. 
that? The dummies. Is that what it is? It's a dummy. Oh, it's like a guitar. And it's like dummies, crocodiles, cherries. I've got a cherry in my mouth at the moment. Not love, my favourite. Oh, I love the cherries. I know this one, Rob. Now, now. Thanks, mate. Um, cola balls. Don't get them in there. You do? Do you? There's loads of cola balls there. Go on. Have a, have a lucky dip. I bet you get a cola ball. No, I've got a crocodile. There you go, look. That's a cola ball. Mm, it's really good. You're really looking after yourself at the moment, Rich. I am. How do you find... Because you do a lot of gen- long journeys. Yes. How do you find car snacks? Hard. Yeah. They are um, a gateway... They are a gateway to a bad day. Yeah. A long, a long journey is is tough. Um, generally, the later in the day. If it's earlier in the day, if it's like a lunchtime one, that's fine. But if you've done a lot of driving already, I, I do find sort of like anything after. He says, looking at the clock, anything after seven in the evening can really set me on a downward slope of going to service stations, picking up multi buys of big chocolate bars, sitting eating them. And then farting my way across Hertfordshire as I get home because I've eaten too much rich food. I think the, the introduction of Marks and Spencer's and Waitrose is, is, is what has really done it for me because I can take or leave like the, the junky junk junk. Yeah. But when you can buy a tub of mini Swiss rolls yeah. from like a Marks and Spencer's, I'm like, I, in a way that I would never at home, I'll eat that entire tub on a. Yeah, yeah, margin. yeah. Absolutely. Or even some of their savoury stuff, to be quite frank. I, uh, on a recent journey, I bought some of their sort of Dorito equivalents and uh, a tub of Marmite hummus. Oh. And I put that in the uh, the little pot by the gear stick and I was dipping all the way down to the south that, coast. That's actually rancid. <laughs> Clackett Lane services is coming up. Love Clackett Lane. Makes me think of bollocks. Oh, not again. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Especially not once you've got a pair of plums in your mouth. <laughs> Actually, in fairness, those cherry tang fastics do look like clackers. Right. Don't they? Yes, they do. In fact, clackers look more like dog's bollocks, really, don't they? What? How do dog's bollocks look different? I feel that your dog's bollocks... Are more pendulous than a gentleman's bollocks. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't you feel? I want to know what was in these tank fastings and where you got them. <laughs> <laughs> if you went up to a vet, yes. whether they're male or female, and said. Well, because a, a female vet will still have seen male genitalia unless they're. Uh, they haven't had sex. Right, so, so, so um, had you never seen any female genitalia until you had sex? Well, I, I, a few grotty publications and stuff. <laughs> My point is, if you asked them and said, what's more pendulous, a dog's bollocks or a gentleman's bollocks, right. I think they would all say dogs. I think they would say... Excuse me, I'm clipping the tortoise's toenails right now. Can you get out of my practice? Is that a thing? What? Do tortoises have to clip their toenails? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Okay. 
Well, I guess they don't move very fast, so they don't get the chance to file them down naturally, do they? Mm. Can I ask you? Far away. So we spent um, a lot of, the, well, the, the entirety of the last two seasons sat on Zoom together. Yeah. And in the first season, we had a few moratorium shows where we sat down together and reviewed the actual hacks. Yes. Do you think this journey is going to require a moratorium? Well, we're only 49 miles into it, and as you and I well know, the M25 is 117-odd miles long, so there's still a lot of miles ahead. We don't know whether it's going to require a moratorium at this stage. Will there be a moratorium required on what we've discussed so far? I'd say the journey's been pretty eventless. Yeah, a bit bitchy. <laughs> Nothing's happened. <laughs> but that's not to say we haven't discussed things. So there may be points of order that our Patreon want to take us up on. Right. And that is why it is our duty as podcasters mm-hmm. to provide them with a moratorium. Right, okay. So in answer to your question, yes... So, so people should now get in touch with the show now whilst they listen whilst you're listening but maybe get in touch with us at the end of this actual hack which no doubt will be over two episodes I don't know whether in the midst of episode one or two right now but do get in touch with us at Richie Firth on Twitter at Producer Chris on Twitter depending on which of the two of us you want to approach one of us is a little bit more amenable than the other uh, or you can email us travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com uh, and may I remind you at this time to do become a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Travelhacker is where you need to go. There are various different tiers of Patreon that you can become. Uh, the Rubicon level, the uh, Tango and Flapjack level, where you get bonus content. And genuinely, we do fire out bonus content at you guys. And why do you do this? Well, to be quite frank, you're paying for the petrol. This isn't good, what's this say? Workplace in the road, slow, down to 50 miles an hour. Oh, I love this. See, you're a prick. No, this is drama. You want us to fail. No, no, I want a narrative arc. (laughs) (laughs) How pretentious has this Rygate Grammar School (laughs) overtaken us? Slow down, you entitled children. This annoys me, I'm actually seeing brake lights now. And it's down to four. Well, brake lights means everyone's slowing down. 40 miles an hour is now the temporary speed limit. Workforce in road. Yeah. So would that be like plumbers and uh, fixations? Well, I I would hope it's your tarmacers. Why does everyone overtake me? No one bothers. I remember ranting about this on the first. No one bothers with these temporary speed limits on the motorway. Mm. Really irritates me. Slam transport of Coventry. Why are you going past me? Oh my god, are you literally calling people out now? Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Oh well, that will have knocked off a minute. It's these kind of little things. There's some workforce in the road as well. He's behind those two lorries. <laughs> he's over there. He's over there. There he is. Look, he's literally oh god, slinging he's out cones. Out. Look at that. There's an art in that. That must be quite a heavy bottomed cone. And a man moving a cone is the most exciting thing to happen. <laughs>
So it seems like easy going, right? A cruise around the M25, a sure thing. Well, listener, <laughs> what happens next is something that neither Chris or I could ever have predicted. MS will do amazing batteries. <laughs> These aren't just any batteries. <laughs> They're MS batteries. <laughs> Sounds like you called your bloody wife and grasped me up. Why would we keep the clock running? That's going to completely fuck it up. Tour de force or tour de farce? Tune in next week uh, for the most tense Richie Firth travel hacker of all time.